Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Well Then, where we are continuing to explore all things love, dating, breakups, relationships, all the things that contribute to having a healthier love life and ultimately ending up with the type of partner that you want to end up with. And a big part of that is first doing your own healing and becoming the type of person that you want to be. And so we're going to talk about that a lot in today's episode. But first, I wanted to announce that this is an exciting episode in a new little mini-series where first, I'll be doing some solo chats uh, about topics and questions that you guys have been sending in. And then in the second half of the episode, you are going to hear a story from one of uh, the members of my self-guided therapy app, The Self-Care Space. I've had a handful of members who are sharing their stories on the podcast of what their healing journey has looked like. And this is ultimately just because I am such a huge advocate for the power of storytelling, especially when I was at the beginning of my healing journey, hearing and seeing other women's stories of what they had gone through and more importantly, seeing them come out the other side was one of the biggest factors in A, motivating me to keep going on those really dark days or tough days and days where it feels like the pain is never going to end. And B, because it also gave me some more context to understand like why we even do this kind of work in the first place and how to do it and where to start and what kind of resources and tools to use and what kind of questions to ask yourself. And the self-care space has so many different resources for different people with different types of issues that they're working through. And so I'm just really excited for you to hear more of the stories of the women in our community because... They are so beautiful and so powerful, and they have a lot to share. So you're going to be hearing from the first one of those women today. But before we get into her story, I'm going to answer a question that I talk about very, very frequently and is probably one of my favorite topics to talk about, and that is the importance of having single chapters in your life. Going through periods of time where you are intentionally single, and I I say intentionally because there's a lot of people who are single just because they are scrolling the dating apps and there's just no one currently on the roster right now, or they're single and they're really sad and upset and frustrated about it because they desperately want to be in a relationship. Whereas being intentionally single means that you are actively choosing it. You're saying that, you know, even if somebody asked me on a date today, I don't think I'd say yes, because I'm really focusing on myself and my healing and my growth. And this is something you've heard me talk about before on previous episodes and even have heard guests talk about before. Um, Susie is a great example, my amazing sound healer in the self-care space and a great friend of mine shared that she chose to be intentionally single for a year after a relatively long period of frustrating dating experiences and feeling like, you know, she wasn't meeting the people she wanted to meet and she wasn't the person that she wanted to be. So she spent a year single. And after that year, she met her person and they are now married and just had a baby and have the most beautiful relationship. And so there really is a lot of merit to this idea of consciously choosing to be single. And I do want to address up front that if you had presented this idea to me in my 20s, especially my, honestly, all throughout my 20s, but early to mid 20s in particular, 
I would have thought it was the dumbest idea ever because I was so dead set on meeting my person, finding the one, finding my soulmate, and really like starting that chapter of my life. And I was so eager and honestly anxious and maybe even a bit desperate about it that I had blinders on and I couldn't see anything else. I couldn't see any value in being single because I thought I had gotten all the lessons I needed to out of the brief chapters of being single that I had already experienced. And there wasn't anything more for me to learn there. I already kind of knew about self-love and I already knew, I thought I did at least, what I wanted in a partner. And, you know, I knew it all. So there was nothing else to learn. Let me just meet my person and let's go. And the reality was that deep, desperate desire was a lot more of a symptom of me not wanting to do the uncomfortable work of facing the deeper insecurities and wounds and pain that I had not yet addressed in my life. And there absolutely were still lessons for me to learn in my dating life. And so I acknowledge that and I say that because you might be listening to this and think like, oh, well, that's not me. I've already been single before. I don't need to be consciously single. I don't you know, need another single chapter in my life. Like I'm, I've done enough of that. It's time for me to meet my person. I was in that same place and I know how frustrating it can be. To be honest, I never thought that I would get to a point in my life where I would actually be happy about the idea of being single. That truly sounded crazy to me. I thought that my ultimate goal in life was to fall in love and that was the thing that was going to make me happy and bring me fulfillment. And don't get me wrong because I am a huge advocate for love. I love love. I love romance. I love falling in love. I love connection. I love relationships. I love intimacy. I love vulnerability. I love all the things that come with love. And I also acknowledge that there is a time and a place for focusing on ourselves and our own inner healing work before we use love as a distraction and a cover-up and an excuse for why we're not actually doing that work. So this is not me telling you that you should never aspire to find love or relationships aren't important. They absolutely are. But this is just me giving you a few really powerful reasons on why you might want to consider redefining and reworking your relationship to being single because it is actually one of the most powerful gifts you could ever, ever give yourself. So again, could never imagined I would have gotten to this place and I honestly think that had I settled and chosen a relationship earlier on that wasn't maybe right for me or it felt like it was right for me at the time, maybe it was one of the people who I thought was the one and later discovered really wasn't, if I had been in one of those relationships longer term, I really think that there would have been a big part of me that felt unfulfilled and was still searching for something that I didn't even know I was searching for. And choosing to embrace being single and really work on myself and explore my values and my preferences and my vision for my life outside of a partnership gave me that opportunity that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So that is a really big part of it is clarity. Dating definitely helps give you clarity. When you date people, you refine what it is that you do and don't want in a relationship. When you 
date somebody that's really great, you take away a lot of positive experiences and attributes that they had that you might want again in a future relationship. When you date somebody who treats you horribly and has all kinds of red flags, you take away lots of clarity on what you do not want in a relationship next time around. And so, yes, being in the dating pool can definitely teach us a lot about ourselves and our desires, our preferences, and other people, and the way that we relate to other people. So there's absolutely value there. But when you find that you're learning the same lessons over and over again, and you're seeing the same red flags that you don't want, and you're just confirming the same positive things that you do want, but not really meeting somebody who fits the whole list or the whole package of what you want, that's a time where you might want to consider taking a step back reevaluating and committing to just being on your own for a while and creating more clarity within yourself because the clear clarity that you create for yourself is very different than the clarity that you create in partnerships and in dating and the difference is when you are on your own and you're embracing that and you're making choices to really live your life to the fullest and enjoy it you discover goals and visions and preferences and values that you might not have ever explored before or might never have known that you had before. Because when you're committed to living a life that's just your own and making the best of it, you make different choices than you would have made in partnership when you are kind of shifting and shaping and molding yourself to fit into another person's life. Whereas when you're just on your own, you might discover things like how much you love to travel, how important it is for you to be able to work remotely so that you can work from different places all around the world and that you ultimately want to end up with a partner who has that same ability because you want to share that lifestyle with them or you don't want to give up that aspect of your lifestyle. You might discover more and more about your preferences, about where you want to live, how you want to live, whether or not you want to have children and how you may or may not want to raise them. There are so many different things that you can uncover about yourself based on what shows up when you just go out and live your life and see how you feel about it. And I know that to be a fact because I've experienced that myself and I've seen that in so many of my clients as well. They decide, okay, I'm going to spend a period of time being single and really turning up the volume on who I am and my life. And inevitably, they always come back to me and say, oh my gosh, I just discovered this about myself. I never thought it would have mattered to me to, you know, marry this type of person with this value. But now I'm actually really clear that that's super important. And I have a whole list of things that have come up for me in that process. Um, the ability to work remote was definitely one of them because I like having the freedom and flexibility to pick up and visit friends and family and work from different places and have not necessarily a nomadic lifestyle, but um, just a little bit more of a mobile one. Um, there's a lot of elements of communication preferences and desires that have been clarified for me that were not present in previous relationships and I was very willing to just settle for that because I wanted to impress the person that was in front of me rather than looking at what they bring to the table and seeing if that actually aligns with my values and preferences. Um, a big element for me is spirituality as well and, and shared 
uh, values in that way. Um, again, something that I never necessarily used to care about, but the more and more important and more a big part of my life spirituality became, the more I realized, oh, if I'm actually going to spend my life with somebody and potentially raise a family with them, these are values that I would want to have in common. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on. So that's huge, is just the ability to create clarity about your love life and what it is that you do and don't want. Another reason that it's so important to be single, spend time consciously single, is because you get to the place, ideally, where you realize that you can do life on your own. When you are single and building a life of independence where you're building and creating a home environment that you really love, you have a, an apartment or a home or wherever you live and you pay your own bills, you stock your fridge, you cook your food, you, you know, have paid for your car, you, you essentially are funding and providing your own lifestyle. And you're also doing the things that matter to you. You're not waiting for somebody to go out and go to that concert or go on that hike or go to that coffee shop that you're really excited about. You're doing those things on your own. And that essentially, all of that makes you realize that you don't need anybody else to help you create the life that you desire. So when you finally do choose to be in a relationship, it becomes so much more pure because it's not based on a level of dependence, like you need this person in order to survive. It's based on a level of desire. Like you're just so purely excited to be with this person, that you are choosing to love them, even when it gets hard, rather than staying in something that doesn't serve you because you feel like, how can you do your life without them because you're dependent on them? And that is huge, especially for women. Creating that level of independence leads to healthy interdependence in relationships and that is one of the most empowering gifts you can ever give yourself because and I say this a lot especially on TikTok but you are the only one who is there with you from start to finish in your life even if you end up spending you know the majority of your lifetime in a relationship with somebody you're the only one who's actually there from birth to death and you are your only constant. So it is so important that you build a healthy foundation of a relationship with you before bringing anybody else into the equation. And just that level of security and, in, and knowledge in your own ability to do life and to have it be enjoyable is such a liberating thing and it makes relationships so much more beautiful and it also makes it a lot easier for you to hold out for somebody who actually aligns with what you really want and desire rather than settling because you are just scared to do life on your own. So that's another big one. <laughs> and the two final reasons I will touch on why having chapters where you are intentionally single can improve your life and ultimately your love life in so many ways are one the fact that building a deeper level of self-awareness benefits all of the relationships in your life so taking this time to become more aware of yourself your self-talk your thought processes your habits your patterns your triggers your past emotional wounds and trauma helps you to become 
more aware of how you interact with everybody around you and ultimately ends up improving your friendships, your family dynamics, your romantic relationships, yes, but also your workplace relationships, how you interact with, you know, cashiers at the grocery store, everybody. Being a self-aware person has so much value and I think that ultimately having more and more self-aware people on the planet will create a healthier place for all of us to be. And if you're just looking at it from the benefits of, you know, how does this pay off in my love life, self-awareness just leads to healthier romantic relationships overall because you can communicate better, you can spot triggers when they arise, and you can have healthy dialogues and conversations about them. You can become more accountable and responsible for the ways you're showing up and really um, communicate and state your desires and needs and preferences in a healthy way. And it just, honestly, I could go on and on about how self-awareness creates healthier relationships. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on that, but that's a big one. And then the final reason, which is a little bit more of a movable kind of vague one for why being single can greatly benefit your life is it gives you the opportunity to pursue the things that are important to you that might otherwise take up a lot of time that you wouldn't have if you were in a partnership because that time would be devoted to creating the bond and connection with your partner. So for some people, that's career. Career is obviously a really big one. Um, And I'll I'll lump school in there as well. If you have a really um, big kind of long-term career goal that requires lots of schooling or that just requires many years of quote-unquote paying your dues or hustling or putting more hours into building your career and, you know, whether that's study and research or actual application than you otherwise would moving forward, it can be helpful to have time to do that without needing to feel guilty about neglecting an important person in your life. So that's obviously such a big one to be able to give yourself the gift of building something that's important to you. And I say that reason's vague because it might look different for everybody. For some people, that might be career. For other people, that might be mending relationships with family members and spending a lot more time with family. Um, For other people, it might be really cultivating strong friendships. For other people, it might be travel, having the ability to just travel really frequently around the world and not be tied down to one place and one person. Um, It's really you know, kind of endless, but the idea is that this gives you the opportunity to unapologetically pursue the things that light you up and that are important to you and that make you who you are and ultimately will lead to the person that the person you fall in love with will love. They'll love all these things about you and that you took the time to be independent and have this chapter of your life, whether it's your eat, pray, love moment or your career or going to school, whatever it may be, that's important to you and it will be important to the person that you someday end up with. So if these resonated with you, let me know. If you want me to dive deeper on how to actually navigate the difficult parts of having a consciously single chapter, because there are certainly many of them, you know, nobody's immune to the effects of loneliness or feelings of isolation. Intimacy is obviously a big conversation because physical touch is so important. And so if you're actively not dating, where does your touch and intimacy come from? Um, And I think it would be important to explore all that. So if you have questions in that realm in particular, feel free to shoot me an email, send me a DM on Instagram or um, comment on TikTok and we can 
bring that into a future episode. And now I am so excited to introduce you to one of our self-care space members, like I said, who's going to be sharing her story on what her healing journey has been like and what tools she has used to help her through some of the tough moments in her life. And I am excited to dive into that conversation with you and Allison. All right. Hi, Allison. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm truly so grateful that you are going to be sharing a little bit of your story and your experience with the self-care space and your healing journey. And I just want to say how much I appreciate that because I know that other women out there are going to really resonate with it and it's going to make a difference for them. So thank you for being here. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to share what I've accomplished or learned through my experience. Yeah. So why don't we kind of start there? Tell me a little bit more about your, your journey with personal healing in the self-care space, like where your life was at before you joined and, and what's been going on since then, what you've learned. Um, well, when I first started, I felt pretty lost. Like I wasn't really sure like who I was or really what my purpose is not really sure if we even have a purpose um but I've since I've started I've learned how to be more of like my authentic self um I've been learning how to love and appreciate who I am and just learn who I am um yeah that's so that's so valuable because you know, you pose a great question. Like, do we even have a purpose? Like, what's the point of it all? How do I find myself? But I think at the end of the day, you know, we're always going to have big questions like these and maybe not necessarily have answers or solid answers to all of them. But that feeling that you talked about of just feeling more like your authentic self, I think that's really what it's all about. Like if you're able to just live your day-to-day life and interact with the people you love in the most authentic way for you, it just makes it all feel that much more fulfilling and that much more special. Absolutely. It's yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's been pretty hard trying to find my authentic self, pretty challenging trying to be my authentic self when I'm around other people. Mm. I feel like I've gotten uh, from other people, like growing up, I've learned that, or yeah, well, I was told that I was shy and I guess I like have like taken that to heart that I'm shy. And so being my authentic self, I feel like when I try to be, I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. I'm known as a shy girl. Like I should cut back a little bit I'm being too open Mm -hmm. and I'm slowly learning that I'm not actually shy I just had things in my past that had hurt me and I kept it more like just kept to myself more so that I wouldn't get hurt again 
Yeah. Isn't that so interesting how like we think that we must be a certain way or have a certain personality type just because the people in our lives have told us that repeatedly for however long. And then when you really sit down with yourself and kind of clear away all that outside noise, you realize like, oh no, I'm not shy. I've just been conditioned this way because of some really painful experiences that I've gone through. And when you start to sift through that, you start to discover the truth of more and more of who you are rather than people, rather than who people have told you that you are or who you should be. It's, it's so freeing to finally like learn more of that, like who I am and realize that just because somebody is saying I'm a certain way, it's not actually true. And like, I know who I am. And so bring to know that. And so for you, what have been some of the biggest things that have helped you discover more of who you are? Um, journaling has probably been the number one thing that has helped me like actually sit down and figure out who I am and take the time to just be with me and express and talk to myself. Yeah, absolutely. And do you like free writing or do you like following prompts? Um, I do. I like both. Um, lately, it's been more free writing and just like going with whatever I feel like I need to talk about with myself. Um, but if I'm feeling a little lost and not sure what to talk about, I'll, um, I'll have prompts that I'll go through. Or if there's like a prompt that I see that I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to like learn a little bit more about myself with that topic today. Yeah. I love the way you phrase that because, you know, we think about learning as this external thing. Like we have to go take a class or read a book or do something outside of ourselves to learn something new and understand. But when it comes to learning more about who we are, all you have to do really is pose the question, pose any question, and then look inside to see what comes up. And that is so powerful because it means you can learn something new about yourself in any given moment of any day. Yeah, it's so crazy to, um, like, just random prompts that you can, like, find, and you'll just learn something new about yourself just by, like, reading that and asking yourself that question. Yeah, absolutely. And so you mentioned that, you know, it's been kind of a challenge to be your authentic yep. self around certain people. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how that has showed up in your life? Uh, yeah, it's, it's really hard, especially, um, really around anyone. I feel like I, just because like in my past, I'd been hurt by someone close to me. Mm -hmm. So being open and being more myself around others, even the people that are close to me can be really hard um, just because of my past experience that had happened to me. Um, But being able to learn how to trust myself and others through the self-care app has um, helped me 
feel more confident in myself and who I am. And journaling has also helped me like build that confidence. So being able to feel more confident in who I am and knowing who I am has made it a little bit easier to be more my authentic self when I'm around those close to me. Yeah. I, I think that's so important to acknowledge because, you know, all, first of all, we all know that healing doesn't happen overnight as much as uh, we might want it to, because I know I certainly get impatient about things sometimes, but it really is a process and there's all these layers to it. And it's like, first you start to explore who even am I, what is authentic to me? What is my truth and and what does that look like and sound like and feel like within myself and then once you've identified it then it's about okay how can I be more confident in embodying my authentic self and then how can I feel confident in being this version of me around other people and those are all separate stages and steps and I think what you shared is so important that it's this process of learning to um first trust ourselves so that then from there we can build the foundation of learning to trust other people and the right people in our lives and it's a lot of like nervous system regulation and and retraining yourself to feel safe in situations that um maybe you your body didn't feel safe in before but you are wanting to kind of change your relationship to now and it's it's so empowering, even though it does take time. It's really cool to, to know that like you can change the way you show up in the world and your, your relationship with yourself and the people around you to reflect what feels better for you, what feels more authentic for you. I, w- I, w- yeah. I wish it would have ha- happened overnight, but that would make, <laughs> that'd make things so much easier. <laughs> Oh, I always used to think the same thing. And sometimes I still do, to be honest with certain things. I'm like, God, would it just hurry up already? Like I get it. Like, can this lesson be over? But one thing I've also really learned is that the time that it takes is so important because it really integrates it. Like it makes sure that you've got this lesson so that like you well, anytime you're in maybe a similar situation, you won't make the choice that you did before because you've really embodied this new version of yourself. Whereas if it happens really quickly and you, you like don't even really know how you got there or how the change was made or how the healing happened, it's hard to, um, yeah, to embody it as much. And I think that's so important to feel like, okay, I've taken my time to build this foundation. I know who I am and like, I can't be shaken. Absolutely. I also love the like looking back and remembering the journey and all the hard work and the strength that I put in to where I am now versus where I was before that's just so empowering to like look back at that journey which if it happened overnight it you wouldn't have that you know yes exactly because I think you know as humans we're always forward looking and we're always going to set new goals for ourselves and see new levels that we want to reach but to really sit there and acknowledge that like I have done so much already like look how far I've come let me look back for a moment to really really honor how much I've already done and like you said all the work that you've showed up for each day to heal yourself and even when it was difficult and painful and hard like you did that and no one can ever take that away from you. 
That's just such an like empowering feeling to have. Yeah. Oh my God. Hell yeah. And and it just gets better and better the more you do it. (laughs) So obviously, I mean, that alone is such a huge win, but one thing that I'm super excited for you to share about is what you see as like one of your biggest or one of your favorite wins that you've experienced since being a part of the self-care space. Um, so one of my biggest wins, um, I was after, I think it's been 22 years, I have finally been able to tell my parents, um, about my sexual abuse that I, that had happened to me as a child. Um, it was something I didn't think I would ever share. I thought I would keep it with me as a secret for the rest of my life. And with the self-care space, I was able to finally learn and start to heal a little bit and finally have the courage to tell my parents about it. And I was met with just so much support and love from them that it's just, I wish I had done it sooner, um, but I'm, I'm just glad I did it all together. Yeah, I mean, thank you, first of all, for sharing that, because, you know, what you went through is not okay, and no one should ever have to go through that, and unfortunately, there are so many people out there, and women in particular, who have experienced sexual abuse and trauma and to be able to confide in your loved ones about it and to feel supported and to feel less alone is such a huge thing and it's it's so significant and it for most people is really hard because it can be such a painful and vulnerable and shameful topic in so many ways so I just want to say thank you for sharing and I'm so proud of you too and I'm so glad that you have that love and support in your life. Thank you. Yeah, it truly is. It's such a beautiful thing. And as you continue to, to explore and heal these parts of yourself, I, um, I'm excited to see your journey continue to unfold. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited to continue growing. I feel like I've made a lot of progress where I am now compared to where I was when I first started. And I just, I'm excited to see just how much more I can grow and learn about myself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just, uh, it's never ending in a really fun and exciting way, not a daunting yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you most excited about um, diving into and exploring next? Um, well, I'm about to start the month on um, the healing. Uh, what is it called? Um childhood healing. Mm, I believe that's what the topic is on. Um, So I'm really excited to revisit my younger self and heal from there. Yeah, there is so much power and beautiful healing available in the realm of inner child work and diving back into our childhood experiences, which for a lot of people do carry a lot of pain um, 
and difficult emotions too. But the more you rebuild that relationship with those younger versions of yourself, the more integrated you start to feel with your most authentic self. And you can let those parts of you shine again that maybe you've been hiding for however many years. And that is just such a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm most excited about, being able to connect back to the joys that I found when I was a kid and be able to like take the play that I had back then and bring it into my life now. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you too. I can't (laughs) wait to hear how it goes. Is there anything else that you want to share um, or anything that you would say to somebody out there who's maybe just beginning their healing journey? Um, It's, not always going to be easy, um, but putting in the work and being able to go back and see all the hard work that you put in for yourself is just one of the most empowering things you can do. And I hope that others can experience that as well, because it's just such an amazing feeling to finally start working on yourself just for you. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah, that is so true. Thank you so much, Allison, for being willing to share your story and having this conversation with me today. And really on behalf of everybody who's listening, I just want to say thank you so much for being willing to be vulnerable. And and I so appreciate that you're a part of this community. Well, thank you. Thank you for letting me come on here and share my story. Absolutely. We'll have to have you back for a follow-up when you (laughs) dive into deeper layers. Yeah, that'd be great. Amazing. Thank you so much, Allison. We will talk to you soon. I hope you all enjoyed that conversation and Allison's wonderful insights into her healing journey and what her experience has been like being a self-care space member. If you are interested in learning more and would like to join our community, would like some resources on self-guided healing, or if you're interested on in one-on-one work, please check all the links in the show notes where you can learn more. You can also follow us at the self-care space on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, head to yourselfcarespace.com. And reach out to me if you have any questions, whether it's about membership or anything else. And get excited because we're going to be doing a few more of these episodes where you can hear more stories and more testimonials from some of the amazing women in our community. So thank you so much for listening today. And as always, until next time, I hope you all have a beautiful, happy, and love-filled day.